bitch, let's cuckooies. Hello, hello, hello. Bienvenidex, mis amigas. You're listening to Les Cucuis, hosted by me, Bex Salas. Thank you for joining. I'm so excited to have you tune into our very first episode. Um, Yeah, God, I don't know what to say. I'm nervous. Ugh, I guess if I just admit that I'm nervous, it makes it easier, especially because I'm just sitting by myself. But anyway, I know I'm not really by myself. I'm with a future listener. Okay, moving forward. This show is about todas las cosas que dan miedo. All of the things that scare the shit out of you, um, whether it be books, video games, TV, movies, just the freaky stories that your grandma used to tell you. For me, my mom's told me some pretty fucking weird stories, which I can't wait to share with you. But that being said, Oh gosh, where do I start? Oh, I guess let's let's hop into this title. Les Cucuis is a awesome gender neutral way of talking about the monsters, the boogie them, so to speak. Um, this is gonna be a pretty fucking queer podcast. Just throwing it out there right now. All right, your host right here is a non-binary queer person, and I also perform drag here in San Francisco. So. And I made some jokes that will only make sense to the drag performers of San Francisco. But that being said, it'll be a nice little peek into our world. <laughs> um, you will also hear some voices um, in different episodes that are not mine, which include my roommate Marvin, my best friend Ileana, and my other best friend Jalisa. Marvin's also a best friend, and he'll probably sass me if I don't include that on top of the roommate mention. But anyway, um, we will be rotating through these guests on different episodes, and eventually you'll hear all of us together, which probably sounds a lot like my ADHD brain. But I promise it's going to be really funny and very, very gay, and guess what? Very Latino, very brown, um, very exciting. Um should we hop right into it? I don't know. This is the first time. Uh, this is my first time. I swear. I'm a podcast virgin. No, but truly, this is my first time hosting my own. So, I don't know. Let's do it, I guess. I want to hop into our, um, I guess, second segment beyond our intro. Um, this is Escared Stories. And this is where I will share scary stories that fr friends have shared with me, family that I've experienced myself. Um, and I'll try to stay on track because guess what? I'm a stoner. My brain moves way faster than my mouth. And I'm a little stony Tony right now. But anyway, let's get into it. Oh gosh, this first one's really scary. So I currently live in the Bay Area and... Years and years ago, I lived in a place called Pleasant Hill, which is maybe mm, 30 minutes inland, 45 minutes inland from San Francisco, depending on traffic. But anyway, I lived in a house there, and I often had friends come visit me 
Um, Because it was much cheaper than getting a hotel room for the city. So one of my friends came and I had a very small room and I only had a twin bed. Um, Actually, it wasn't one. It was two of my friends. So I decided to move my bed and we set up a nice little bed on the floor, a.k.a. just a ton of blankies and pillows and made like little, I don't know, like we were like kids having a sleepover. But anyway, I remember staying up really late and we were watching movies. I don't think we were watching anything scary because my friend um, in this story is like a real big scaredy cat. So we just fell asleep as far as I can remember. And um, when I woke up in the morning, one of my friends was extremely spooked. Very, very fucking scared. And... (laughs) She's so precious and so innocent and so Latina. Um, She told me that like in the middle of the night or whenever the fuck, I don't know, we must have been asleep. My ass was passed the fuck out. She said that she woke up to a floating face, just like just a fucking face, like a, a, I I don't know, like a mask, nothing, nothing else, just a face staring super intently at me and my ass is just like passed out like a beautiful little princess baby and she tells me this thing was staring at me for what seemed like an eternity to her and of course being the precious innocent Latina that she she is she started praying the Hail Mary and she just kept doing it over and over and over and she said that she tried to wake up our other friend who honestly can sleep through fucking anything (laughs) and she would not wake up poor baby just prayed until she fell asleep and in the morning she was just shook did not (laughs) want to stay any longer than she had to and I remember feeling like is it me like what why was it staring at me like that's kind of that's kind of creepy I don't like that that's fucked up um but I also didn't want to think about it because guess what ignorance is bliss especially when it comes to that ghost shit because if I know too much oh my god I will hyper fixate I will be I'll basically be a ghost, but be alive. But anyway, in this same room, on that same paranormal point, in this same room, um, I had something else happen to me that was also very spooky ooky. Um, This bedroom that I lived in at the time was in between like the laundry room and like the little hallway that led into the other bedrooms. So I had two doors going into my bedroom and the room was very small uh wasn't huge it it was basically I would say like a nice size for like a study but not really a bedroom but you know college days but anyway um it was like mm, it was pretty late at night maybe like 10 11 p.m and I remember I was getting all set up for bed and my door just started like I don't want to say violently, but fucking violently shaking. Like someone had grabbed the doorknob and was just like wiggle, wiggle, like being crazy, shaking it. And I thought that it was my roommate at the time. Um, I thought he was fucking with me because like we're we're stupid. And and I couldn't put it past him to, to try to fucking scare me like that. So 
me thinking I'm all fucking clever and like onto this bitch, I pop open the door hella quickly and I'm just like trying to have that gotcha moment. And it's my dog, Ruka, standing like five feet away, just staring. And at that point, I was like, oh, no, 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 bitch, you better get in this room. And I'm closing this door and I am locking it because I don't know what the fuck that was. <sighs> anyway, so that's the stories from that house, which is um pretty scary, not going to lie. I'm like, my face is warm right now just retelling those stories because I hate it. (laughs) I love hearing about other people's spooky experiences, but when it comes to my own, it's just too much. It's too real, but I want it and I will always chase it. But like, mm, mm, I'm I'm semi-fortunate. I only have a few of these experiences compared to a lot of my friends. But, but... I guess we can hop into um, our next segment, which is going to be Horror House Trivia. I I was going to make a sound with my mouth, but I'm not going to try. I'm just going to spare us all of that. But Horror House. Do you hear that? Horror. Horror. Anyway, so what should it be? What should it be? Because I have another story after this, but you know, the whole, the plan is to make you listen to this question. You'll be listening to my story and also thinking about what the answer could be. All of those fun things. So you know what? You got, y'all are just going to hear me get a little clicky real fast and I'm going to look up something, something fun for us to, uh, potentially be trivial about. I need to make it scary. That's what I need to do. Oh, okay. I have something maybe like true crime related that if you listen to any, any podcast, spooky true crime podcast, you would probably know this. Mm, Not me judging you. I'm just kidding. Um, so what was the brand of drink that Jim Jones made during his mass murder to get this out clearly what was the brand of the drink the powdered drink that jim jones had ordered everyone to drink for his mass murder aka the mass suicide that happened uh jonestown and we're gonna return back to more scared stories (laughs) okay So this one, as I mentioned, I live in the Bay Area and I like spooky shit. I like to go on ghost tours. I like to binge horrible ghost hunting shows. I love all of it. And there's a lot of spooky history here in the Bay. Um, There's been a lot of tragedy. And we're also... um, You know, we have a lot of, like, military ships around here, including the USS Hornet, which is docked out in Alameda. So, the USS Hornet is this big-ass military boat. Big-ass military boat. Let me just... That's all I got right now, because, of course, I don't have anything typed up. What's it famous for? She entered the Pacific War in the March of 1944 and was part of the famous U.S. Navy Fast Carrier Task Force that (laughs) 
pounded enemy installations in the Western Pacific, and she was awarded 11 battle stars for her exemplary World War II service. So this is a fucking World War II boat. Um, planes would take off from this fucking boat. It's a aircraft carrier, and uh, it is huge. You know, I'm sure a lot, a lot, it's all a lot of death. It caused a lot of death. Um, a lot, just a lot. Uh, and it's now a museum and you can go and see all these crazy planes and these places where all of these, I was just going to say military, just trying to be as broad as fuck. But, um, like I said, this was a Navy ship and, the whole fun about it is that you get to go see all of these cute, I'm going to call them cute, cute little bunks. Um, it's also really scary. And there is, there are a lot of ghost stories that are like documented there. Or not ghost stories, but like ghost experiences. And one of the most haunted places in the carrier is the mess hall, aka the chow hall, aka where they ate their foodies. I will attest to this because Daniel and I had separate experiences, but they were very fucking terrifying. So on this day, I will mention I was very stoned and I had smoked um, Rose OG. It was so beautiful, so tasty. I felt like a pretty, pretty princess. And um, I remember I was just trying so hard to get Daniel's attention because I was feeling flirty flirty and flirty and Daniel was not down because it was a very fucking spooky place <laughs> but that being said we walked around I remember getting to the mess hall area and we had I didn't think we had separated I thought that we were pretty and still in pretty close proximity to each other and there's a lot of pillars in this you know throughout the construction of this g- massive ship just giant steel pillars. So I'm walking around and I th- I think I'm chasing him. Be- I think that he's like picking up speed just to get ahead of me. And my stoned ass is like, oh, this is such a fun game. I'm going to chase him. So I get to a point where I'm very near a pillar and I swear I can see his shadow. I feel, I swear to fucking god I can feel the air even of him like moving and I bolt around the corner thinking once again I'm gonna have my haha gotcha moment and there is nobody fucking there and I I'm getting chills right now the hair on my body stood straight the fuck up which is wild because I'm very fucking queer stood straight the fuck up and I immediately went into baby mode where I was like, nope, I need to find my my dad. I need to find my Daniel. <laughs> and I like remember running around like looking for him. And I guess at that same time, he was having a very spooky experience where he thought that he was walking up on me in the kitchen portion of like the mess hall. So he saw like a shadow or like kind of the same energy felt air or something and thought that he was running up on me and when he got there there was nobody there and we both like found each other after this had happened and we're 
very, very, very creeped out. I think we still stuck around because we're fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the spookiest, um, one of the spookiest experiences I've had. (laughs) All right. Wow. Oh gosh. Like I said, my face is so hot because I'm so freaked out reliving, retelling these tales. Ugh. I guess I'll um I'll give you your answer to your horror house trivia since you stuck around for that wonderful wonderful story. So, what was the brand that Jim Jones had used or for his deathly concoction for his mass murder slash mass suicide that happened at Jonestown? It's sort of a trick question. Most people will say Kool Aid, but guess what? This motherfucker was so cheap trying to just, you know, make this big communal living situation. It was Flavor Aid. Flavor Aid. Saving cents by the pack. Flavor Aid. Yep. So now you have more very terrifying um, small talk um, to present to, to new friends when you go out into the world. <laughs> and to wrap us up, we're going to talk about some horrible headlines. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this one does really bum me out to talk about because it's very fucking scary. Kids are fucking scary. I'll just say that much. Kids are scary and guns are scary and kids with guns are fucking scary. I'll, I'll say that. Um, uh, let's see. Let's let's look on for this 10 year old who shot his mother in the fucking face because she wouldn't buy him a VR headset. I'm Googling it. I'm like, 10-year-old murderer. Here we go. Oh, it's on YouTube. I'm not going to play it. Nope. Don't do Don't play it. Okay. She's playing. She went. Okay, so a 10-year-old boy who shot and killed his 44-year-old mother last week in Milwaukee was being charged with first-degree homicide as an adult. And I read somewhere that this is because this child told police that he fully acknowledged that guns kill people and that he intended on firing a shot to scare his mother into buying him this VR set, but last minute decided to just shoot her in the fucking face. So tragedy, horrible. You know, there's so much, so many more people that are impacted, um, family wise and his grandma is like in the middle of this, but they're for sure talking about uh, talking to his grandma a lot about um, this case. And it's really unfortunate because you have sort of a classic, mm, I, I hate to say it, but this like kind of classic origin stories for um, someone who has the capability to kill. You know, this child, his grandma said he had a head injury when he was much younger and he had a lot of mental health struggles and was like in therapy. And it's scary. (laughs) You can try your darndest to raise the best child. I am sure that, and like the grandma said, his mom was out here taking him to therapy. She knew she was trying to help her son. She was doing everything she could for him. And poor little baby's brain is just broken. And he killed her. It's so sad. Um, I will say it is fucking wild that they are trying a 10-year-old as an adult. 
I had read some other stories where he's asking um, whoever, I mean, I'm assuming police, he's in police custody. Um, but he's asking like, oh, am I going to go home and decorate for Christmas? Are we going to pick out a tree? Like you're trying this child as an adult who, yes, admitted that he knows guns kill people, but also is showing he either, to, to me, has like no fucking grasp of like the impact of his actions. Some other person can very well look and be like, that is a fucking psycho. Um, so you know what? We'll just leave it at that because honestly, it is an horrible headline. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening through this very first, very fun, very stony, very rocky, if I will, uh, episode of Les Cucuis, where we talk about todas las cosas que dan miedo. I'm your host, Bex Salas, and I hope that you tune in next episode where we'll be talking about some more horror house trivia, maybe some scared stories, and we'll have our first edition of Les Cucuis Reviewies, where we are going to review dun, 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 Barbarian. Just watched it. It's wild. It is wild. I'll say that much. But like I said, thank you for joining and tune in next episode. Bye.